This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi. Welcome to Blue Convictions, market analysis and asset allocation views. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Despite signs that economic recovery is well underway in the US, the Federal Reserve has said it's going to keep its benchmark interest rate close to zero for the time being. The question is, for how much longer? So, what should we read into these announcements, and what will be the consequences for investors? Well, let's speak now to Monica Defend, the Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Hello, Monica. Welcome. Hello, Tom. Now, the Fed's two-day meeting last week concluded with higher expectations for inflation in 2021, along with an earlier time frame for interest rate hikes. Could you tell us more about these announcements? Yes, sure. Let me frame the Fed announcement in the economic outlook we expect moving forward. First, growth. The US is experiencing a strong recovery. Uh, we expect uh, growth to stay between 7 and 8% in 2021, then to normalize in 2022 and moving back to potential in 2023. On inflation, inflation should peak in the, in the second quarter, is already moving faster than what we expected and is likely to persist above pre-crisis levels till the end of our forecasting horizon in 2023. Unemployment. We believe the labor market will take longer to, to recover. Interestingly, the slower than expected job growth does not reflect actually less demand for workers, but it is an indication of worker shortages, in particular in, uh, in those industries that are battered by the, the COVID crisis and likely due to the unemployment benefit that are going to, uh, to fade quite soon. So where does the Fed stand uh, amid this outlook? The Fed is strongly committed uh, to uh, pursue a sustainable economic rebound. This is their priority. On on inflation, they've been changing their policy frameworks, and this uh, will allow them not to uh, be constrained by the monthly uh, readings on the the price dynamics. Rather, they're going to target uh, the average inflation. But the top priority is the labor market. With the emergence benefits that will uh, stop in in many states by the end of June, this is where they're going to be focused. And they switched to being outcome-oriented in order uh, to define their their policy stance. And they won't uh, get any new data before the the end of August. So actually, we think that August will be a pivot time for, for the Fed and possibly for the announcement of changes in their forward guidance. Thanks, Monica. And further to the Fed's communication, what could be, in your view, the investment fallout in the short and longer term as well? Long-term uncertainty will remain in place and as a consequence, we expect markets to remain in a holding pattern. We think that the flows and positioning will trigger the, um, the financial dynamics in the, in the short term. This will go even um, beyond fundamentals. Look at the 10 years uh, treasury yield in, uh, in, these, uh, in these weeks. So we suggest investors to increase scrutiny to continue to benefit from the reflation trade. Uh, 
this will imply the rotation in equities, in particularly in, in the value sector and style to, uh, to continue at a regional level, Europe and Japan, which are traditionally more value cyclical oriented markets are likely uh, to, uh, to do well. Inflation linkers and commodities such as gold, gold that are supported by negative uh, rear rates, uh, base metals supported by the green transition uh, will help the protection of, of uh, portfolios towards inflation. Moving and looking uh, to the long term, we expect a much lower returns, implying that a higher proportion of the asset allocation will have to consider emerging markets uh, where growth is a structural theme and real asset investment. Okay, Monica, let's focus now on US growth and the inflation conundrum. Lately, higher growth at trend and modest inflation have been the magic words driving the US economy and markets. What do you think would be the consequences from an investment perspective? On the investment front, this outlook really confirms the need to, to move cautiously. Uh, we recognize that the economic environment uh, is supportive for risky asset, but um, uncertainty uh, regarding inflation can create some noise on the market. The cyclical rotation trade, reflation trade is not over but is getting less straightforward. Rotation will uh, will continue in the in the equity space amid the high absolute valuations. On the bond side, we keep a short duration stance while we remain constructive on, on credit, in particular in, uh, in Europe, given the uh, economic acceleration uh, of the region. Um, looking at the emerging market, uh, we are uh, more cautious on the on the duration approach, uh, approach. We think that inflation is not just a US matter, but uh, um, it is affecting the uh, emerging market story with central banks in a tightening mood and a stronger dollar due to the recent Fed signals can be a headwind for the emerging market. So we keep a neutral stance on emerging bonds while we look for opportunities in currencies and in equities. And in terms of asset allocation, are there some significant changes that you'd like to emphasize, Monica? Over the last month, we didn't really change uh, our asset allocation. In this environment, we remain neutral towards uh, risky assets, uh, in particular in the in the equity space. But we are exploring relative value opportunities and tracking valuations across asset classes. Actually, in this environment, FX has been the field where uh, we've been um, playing the relative trade and we've been more uh, more more active on emerging debt. We remain. Co- we look for September as the vaccine rollout might uh, trigger uh, some uh, positive uh, dynamics in uh, in the region. Um, while uh, when it goes to the uh, to the fixed income, as we said, we remain short U.S. Treasury and core uh, euro bonds. Uh, while we uh, maintain our preference for the peripherals, in particular in the um, in the Italian on the Italian BTP. Okay, Monica Defend, the Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. We hope to have you with us again soon for another Blue Convictions podcast. This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC, dated 21st of April 2004, on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers, and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon 
as investment advice on behalf of Amundi.